0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Um, I'm excited to chat with you today. Today, I wanted to talk about being burnt out because I'm not gonna lie to you, it has been such a busy season where I may have um, overbooked my load for myself. And I have been, like, completely honestly, like, I've been completely burnt out the last couple of months. But it's good to record a podcast. It's been a while. Um, we did miss an episode last week, unfortunately. I wasn't going to bring attention to it, but, um, I've been, but I haven't actually recorded a podcast, it feels like, in so long, so it feels good to be back. I'm like, ooh, how do I do this thing? <laughs> but it's interesting because I have dealt with burnout before, and... I dealt with it like when I first started my business and things started growing and flowing and I was so into growing the business that that was my number one thing that I just completely overworked myself and then I got completely burnt out. And that was about, I wanna say two years ago, one and a half, two years ago. And since then I've been really, really good at seeing the signs. And once I like felt burnout creeping in, i really made sure to avoid it and i was so proud of myself i've even had like podcast episodes on burnout and all of that and this time it just crept up on me and then one week i was like oh my gosh i'm losing my mind what is happening and then i'm like i'm completely burnt out it was so weird because burnout is no fun right um I think what led up to it is just being completely, completely busy, um, you know, work, family life, personal life, everything was just, we were just busy and on the go, and we were booking more and more projects, which is such a blessing, but at the same time, um, adjusting and making sure your team and everything is ready to go, but then also trying to make sure that when Theo was home, I'm, I wasn't like completely glued to a screen and um, little by little, I was just completely burnt out and some of the signs that I had was one, I was tired, like just completely, completely tired. Not like your normal tired, like the tired where you were like, um, you know, like for the woman out there, it's like first trimester of pregnancy when you're like, just want to sleep all day, <laughs> which I'm not. But, um, that's like what it felt. It was like crazy and every little task t- took so long to do. And also felt like the thought of these little tasks just felt so, so heavy. It was the weirdest thing. And I've been podcasting for almost two years. And I've never, never not had an idea of what I wanted to talk about. I've always like had more episodes in my head than I could have time to record. And I am naturally a more creative person. And I came to a a point where... I, I couldn't even think of anything to record. I couldn't pull up, I couldn't pull a random topic out of my head to create for the podcast, which is so unlike me. Um, and it was really, really interesting. And I definitely learned a lot from this time, um, which I will reflect on right now, because maybe you're in this situation, right? The title of this podcast is going to be How to Deal with the Burnout. And maybe you're listening to this because this is where you are right now. You're feeling completely burnt out and you're like, what the heck do I do? Like, where do I even get started? Because I like literally sat one day in our library, in our home library, and I was like, what do I do? Like, how do I get out of this? Because it was just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, right? If you've been there, like, you know what I'm talking about. It is not fun. So I had to... Basically, I had to do a couple of things and um, I learned, you know, some things to put into place in the future. So I had to relook at my schedule and I had to be like, OK, what is preventing me from feeling like I have enough time? Because one of the things that led to burnout was feeling like I had, didn't have enough time, like I was overbooking myself, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. So I had a relook at my schedule and I was like, how do I find more time basically, or kind of readjust where I have things. So one thing that is really important to me is I want to stop working when Theo gets home and, um, he gets home. I go out, I go at three to pick him up 3 PM. So I have, you know, from eight to three to work, um, after he goes to school, but, The last few months, I've still been working after we come home like two to three hours. That's going into the evening time where it was just like a full cycle of work, even though I did have some breaks in between, which I'll talk about. But it still was like kind of an all day work day, if that makes sense. And for me, I know I'm, I'm the type of person, even though I love working and I'm obsessed, I know that to not lead to burnout, I have to have really, really clear lines of working and not working and allowing myself time to rest and not do work things, not look at a screen, do other things. That's what's going to help my creative, uh, creative, flow, right? That's going to help keep it up. But if I'm consistently working, staring at a screen, going, 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 that's when my creativity goes out the window. So I need to take a break, go into nature, go on a walk, go hang out with friends um, to have that creative flow. And I was not having that, but something that I was doing is, so I have a personal trainer and we would work out Mondays and Wednesday mornings sometimes Friday but my session would be at 9:15 and i realized that even though it was like an hour session that took actually a lot more time out of my day because Theo and Nick and Theo would leave you know he would take go to work and he would take Theo to school um And I had about an hour before I would leave to go to the gym. I checked some emails, but I couldn't get into like a full project mode because I'm like, I'm going to have to stand up and break away from it um, to go to the gym or to go to my session. And then when I would come back, I would you know, shower, kind of get a protein shake, and then kind of get the day started. But I'd get back at 10, 15, you know, take a shower, everything, and then like to sit down and actually get into work mode, it took me some time. Like it took my brain, like I couldn't like instantly like flip a switch and like be into work mode and just go full on into the task. So it took me some time. So they would go up into like 11, 11.30 until I'm like fully functioning. And then I have to leave at three to pick up Theo. So that's like barely enough time. So I was like, okay, I need to switch these gym sessions to after, after I pick up Theo because Theo loves going to our gym. He actually gets mad when I tell him that I went in the morning. He's like, you couldn't wait to take me. So that was number one. I had to switch out my schedule because that was like taking like, you know, two to three hours right there in the morning that I couldn't get it together. And then I took a break to go to the gym and then I'd come back and I'd have to like, kind of, you know, get back into the flow. It took like 2 to 3 hours. And and most of those days is when I was working 2 to 3 hours after, right? So I was like, okay, I need to switch my schedule. And then also it's kind of nice because in the morning, that's where I'm like ready to work and then you know, that afternoon slump hits. But when you go to the gym, you have more energy again. So then I come back in the evenings feeling way better, way more filled with energy. And Theo loves the gym. And I'm not working late at night. So it's a win-win-win. And then I had to relook and look at my schedule and be like, okay, what else is causing anxiety and is causing this big weight, right? Because when you're overwhelmed and overworked, You really have to look at every little detail and kind of backtrack and be like, okay, what led this to me feeling burnt out and what do I need to change and what do I need to put into place to make sure that it doesn't happen again? Because before, when I was a newbie burnt outer, right, it would be like things like not overworking, not doing this, it would be be more general things. And I would like be sure to do things like take weekends off, go out in nature, not work evenings to not lead to burnout. But when you're, I feel like, more advanced into business and you're doing this longer, you start realizing things and you start noticing things that you didn't before. So I really, really wanted to look at like the little details, and that's what I encourage you to do the same. Really backtrack and be like, okay, so I felt like I was not getting enough time, so I figured that out with the whole gym situation, right? But what else was happening? Um, so I really had to relook at everything, and I found something that was really interesting. So as you guys know, we're a website design company, and we typically work on big projects. And these big projects, I've created a system and a process that we repeat for every single client. So we do it over and over again. It feels, you know, we are in rhythm. We know what to do. Everything feels in flow. It feels really good. But recently... I've accepted projects that are not big projects, but they're like little edits where someone's like, hey, I was referred to you by so-and-so. I just need to edit, you know, X, Y, and Z on my homepage, or I need to add these products, or I need to do this. And they're like little tiny tasks, but maybe there's like 10 to 20 of these tiny, tiny tasks. But it is not a part of our general flow, if that makes sense. It's not part of our general system. So... When we do these big projects and we work on these big projects that we always like, we know the task and it's really really like in rhythm. We know how to do it and we're just, you know, we're experts in it. We're able to do it. But when someone asks to do these tiny little tasks, it takes a lot more time than that big project, if it makes sense. Because you go line by line by line by line and there's no free form. Like I, I hope that makes sense. Um, so these tiny little projects, some of these things were so specific that I couldn't pass off every single thing to my team. And it was basically all on me, but they were like little, little things, but they took so much time. And if I'm running a business and I'm checking on my team, I'm checking on all of these things, um, and I feel like I'm not in, ha- you know, don't have enough time. All these little tasks that I, you know, have done before, some of them I haven't done before. So I kind of had to figure it out some IT issues that put a lot of pressure on me. I didn't realize how much that actually affected me. And then we had, you know, a client that was like, Oh, our marketing so-and-so person left, so we really need help this email campaign. We don't do email campaigns, right? And I typically always say no, and I just stick to our websites because that's what we're an expert in. But for some reason this time I was like, oh, you know what? I'll help you with this. I'll help you with that. So that takes away from us and our expertise, and that takes away time from websites, right? And if we're not doing, like if we're doing something all the time, like websites, we're in the flow. We can get it done fast. But these other things that we're not an expert in, or we don't typically do, that takes a lot more time, even though it's a little bit more simple and not like a crazy amount of time, but you know what I mean? And when you're feeling burnt out, every little thing becomes a big thing. So I made an executive decision that for the future, We will not accept these small projects unless if you are a long-term client with us, a monthly client with us, and then we would, you know, kind of incorporate that into your monthly plan. If you need help and assistance with that, but with just these little offside projects, I have decided that we are not going to do this because essentially it takes away from what we are an expert in, and it takes away a lot of time from you know where we could have booked a spot you know with someone else for that where we're an expert in if that makes sense um and then third third thing is even though i used to be so gung-ho on not working evenings and not working weekends it got to the point where i had to i had to do some weekends i had clients texting me you know and i ended up doing things on the weekends and that essentially also led to burnout because we as humans, we need a rest. We need our brains to take a break in order to keep going. Like we need to recharge, right? We cannot be running on low battery 24-7 and expect us to have the same amount of energy, the same amount of, you know, ideas as we are when we are recharged. So I need to, I needed to kind of be stricter with myself on no weekend work and no evening work and do not overbook yourself, right? Because sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, I'll help you. And it, and the reason I was overbooking myself is because I wanted to help other people. And I was like, okay, I get it. Let me help you. No problem with this. No problem with that. Yeah, if you have one or two things, that's no problem. But when you're helping out like 10 people at the same time in the same week, it ends up being a lot, right? So I realized that those are the big factors that led me to burnout and it was weird. I feel like this burnout hit me way harder than it has ever before. And I don't know if I'm fully, fully out of it, but I've been making steps and I've been, you know, slowly coming out of it. But I wanted to share with that because I really had to sit down and reflect with myself and like, get into detail. What was it that really made me feel this way? What led to this and how can I prevent it? So if you are feeling this way, I hope that some of these stories that you've heard, um, kind of gave you some ideas of what you can do. And honestly, what I recommend is just sit down, sit with yourself, write down, just journal, write down all of the feelings that come up. Why do they come up? Um, And just try to figure out all the little, little details because once you figure out the details, that's when you can know what you can change in order to move forward, get back on track, get your energy back, get your creativity back, and then make sure to hopefully not go through this again. Thanks guys